1: Baddie? that was the name of the replicant in blade runner
0: sure all of this like tears and rain that guy Mm-hmm. i uh i think uh blade runner has a great aesthetic not that great a movie
1: okay but like which version have you seen because there are about a dozen
0: i think i've seen probably three
1: <laughs> yeah i know me too uh,
0: um you know because i keep thinking that someone's that someone's wrong Uh uh-huh uh or or i was wrong and now i'm I'm older and i have more appreciation for such a thing Uh uh-huh and no it's still i'm still thinking like eh. you should go
1: find i saw this recently the the notes from the suits got published on twitter or something recently from the original oh that's good i like that and they're just like what the fuck is wrong with this narration what is happening in this movie? This is this makes no sense and it it's just the classic like suits don't get it moment. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun.
0: I mean, I haven't read the short story that it's based on. Mm-hmm. Have you?
1: The uh I think it's a novella. I Re- also haven't. I've read other Dick, but
0: well, I'm I mean, he is a perennially adapted author. Oh my god, yeah. So much of his stuff. I know, uh, there's one that I've missed, The Adjustment Bureau with Matt Damon. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but Minority Report is an incredible one. Uh-huh. We're talking adaptations today. We are. Do you know who we are? Do we need to tell you? Yeah, we're. I'm Christopher. I'm Drew. And this is So Many Damn Books. So many... So many...
1: So many damn books
0: hi there's been so many adaptations recently i mean that's i guess always true but it seems like we're were in a renaissance of um
1: well i mean a lot of the popular discourse over the holidays was sucked up by two
0: films mm -hmm. that are adaptations i think that's and that's what made us think maybe it was time to talk about the movies again Yeah. It's been a while.
1: It's been a minute. What was the last one? Um,
0: It was the... Murder on the Orient Express. Orient Express.
1: Starring Kenneth Branagh and his mustache. Mm Mm-hmm. And 18 other people. Daisy Ridley. Leslie Odom Jr.
0: Judy Dench. let out of the um, Star Wars universe. (laughs) For just a second.
1: For literally a second. Kenneth, you get her for two days. Shoot Mm -hmm. all your scenes then.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So, of, of course, we're talking... Uh, little Women and Cats, <laughs> but before we talk into those things, and then another adaptation that we've both gotten into. Yes. Why don't we talk about? Well, why don't we talk about what you buy? Sure.
1: We have had occasion recently to talk about supporting books and ways to do so and support the authors that you love and the books that you love and one great way to do that
0: is pre-orders and one of the best ways to fight against the corporate machine that is publishing Mm -hmm. um is is to to research and and really put your money under something that you believe in yeah um and not necessarily just how it's being uh, talked about in the media because a lot of books don't even get reviewed a lot of books great books don't get any of the conversation turned to them
1: yeah it's it's a little bit of a continuation of the conversation that we had during our best of yeah and it's like there are so many other very worthy books and a great way to do that to throw it's it's almost like soft power to throw your low-key support to something even if you don't have the chance to talk about it or shout about it is just buy it yeah spend the money and buy it yeah um, so I just had the, the joyous occasion to pre-order a book by a friend. Um, Jordan Kisner, her debut essay collection, thin places essays from in between is out in March from FSG. And I mean, I've had a galley for months mm-hmm. and I've read several of the essays before. And I think it's really only been in the last year that I've realized like, Hey, you know, I have the disposable income to pre-order a book that I've, read a galley of mm-hmm. but also when it's your friend there's like a joyous thing of being like yeah yeah you know
0: yeah it's the the equivalent of a foam finger
1: yeah that is what it feels like yeah yeah i ordered it at community bookstore by the way just to shout them out as
0: well yeah you can do all of this pre-ordering through your bookstore mm-hmm. which great. is another great way to it's almost like having your vote count twice yes so vote early vote often
1: Yes, indeed.
0: <laughs> um, s- speaking of voting a little early, I mean, these come out next week, but that doesn't mean that you can't pre-order them and have them arrive on your doorstep, perhaps, mm-hmm. uh, which is a possibility, is um, Gin Patrol on the Purple Line by Deepak Anapara, which is just... Uh, I've been loving it. It's it's basically a a, a kid who's watching his friends being snatched up uh, Uh, in his neighborhood uh, decides to become a detective and see if he can find, because he, the the police aren't doing anything. And so, but it's how he's really uh, maybe not up to this task. (laughs) Um, And, and his narration of his sort of starting it and then being sort of um, overwhelmed by the enormity of the case Mm. is really, it's an incredible read. And it's, it's, amazing it's set in india cool and uh yeah so Jin patrol d-j-i-n-n patrol on the purple line It's so good and then um cactus league ah uh, yes by emily nemmens n-e-m-e-n-s this is a really fun um novel and stories it's great about uh about baseball but yeah. it's from a lot of um sides of baseball that you don't get to read
1: yeah it's and she's the new editor, new ish still, editor of the Paris Review. Um and so there's it, it was exciting to be like a baseball book, okay. And then to read it and see it's polyphonic, it's a lot of fun.
0: Mm-hmm. It's great. Cool. So those are some things you can throw your throw your dollars at. They're yeah. coming out soon. You they will be available to you soon.
1: And remember, it's not about the instant gratification of walking out of the bookstore <laughs> with a book. Every single time. Sometimes there's that fun thing of showing up and you're like, oh my God, there's a book waiting for
0: me mm-hmm. and it's mine. There it is. There it is. On the shelf. I see
1: it on the, sir, that one, there please. And they're like, okay, calm down. Here you go. Hmm. $26 please. <laughs>
0: We're drinking tea. We are. Uh, you you do something with tea that I I think that I I am amazed that people don't do this. This is this is my silly pet peeve about tea, is that um <laughs> a lot of people just put their bag or put their um strainer and that's their it's just brewing the whole time. Yep. And it's not the flavor that the tea manufacturer was <laughs> thinking of when they said like steep it for a certain amount of time. Uh huh. And I realize that this is a really dumb thing for me to care anything at all about. But
1: no, but I also, it's a man. Anytime <laughs> I drink tea that's clearly oversteeped, ugh. Yeah. Use it, loose leaf tea, because the stuff in a tea bag, oftentimes it's like the, the crumbly it's the bits. It's silt
0: at the bottom of it's. it's after people have taken their turn. It's a so barrel.
1: If you don't think that you like tea, try. Loose leaf tea and brew it for however long it says on the thing. Right, gonna, you're gonna feel a little fussy at first.
0: It's fussy drinking.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh boy. Mm-hmm. Chin chin. <laughs> Books and tea—they go together, though. They truly do.
1: Being a fussy, okay. I haven't seen Cats. I'm not gonna see Cats. <laughs> That's fine. I Andrew Lloyd Webber, and I have disagreements over about what should be on stage, about quality in general okay. in the theater.
0: So I, I didn't. Of course, I know Cats by reputation. Sure. And I've heard a couple cat songs over the course of life.
1: There's like, and it's a good joke. mm Hmm. You know? Well.
0: I think the thing is about cats as a movie or as a Broadway show is it's everybody's everybody who hates musicals hates musicals because they think they're like cats.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly right. So
0: if you love musicals, it's kind of great because it's the purest they're just singing and they're going to be really, really granular and crazy about this one silly thing. And it's not going to necessarily tell a story. (laughs) The number is good for the number's sake. Uh huh. Um, and oh and the spectacle is there for the spectacle's sake. <laughs> and it's such a weird movie. Drew, it was such a weird movie. Okay,
1: I saw the trailer, and I obviously was as horrified as I think any right-thinking person would be. And then the end of the first trailer, where all of a sudden the cats are dancing in post-apocalyptic Trafalgar Square. Mm-hmm. I was in, I screamed in my office. I was like, "What is happening?" And everybody else was watching the trailer at the same time because yeah. I was working in a theater at the time. And we all just lost our collective mind. It was a two minute zombie movie of all of us just screaming.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't see this musical as a kid. And I was exposed to a lot of theater growing up, um, but I didn't see Cats. Um, I don't think, or I don't remember seeing it. I definitely didn't. And uh, but I understand how it's also the great like a great like kids' first musical, even though it's very strange. It's you know it's it's cats. They're singing. There's not a lot of plot to follow, so you can just be enjoying the that's true the cats singing either that or
1: Scarred for Life.
0: But it's really odd. I mean, when you just look at the original, what this is based on, (laughs) yeah, T. S. Eliot's random collection of cat poems. You know, just the idea that Andrew Lloyd Webber was reading them and he was just like. You know what?
1: You know, apparently he started writing the show when he was 14.
0: See, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Skimbleshanks, the railway cat, has unfortunately eaten my brain. <laughs> as as cats do, should you die in their presence? Um, It's it's like a maggot growing and growing. <laughs> oh, gross. Uh, because all I could, you know, more than once I've woken up and it's like the it's like the first thing that's playing in my head. <laughs> and it's not be- I mean I like it. I like it a lot. I uh-huh. Love trains. Sure. Yeah. There's a uh-huh. lot of places that song goes. It's pretty fun. Uh-huh. uh-huh. There's a fun tap dance break which you know, I've always enjoyed in music. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um but <laughs> a... I do wish to be released from this <laughs> curse
1: say <laughs> that butt does a lot of work.
0: Uh-huh. Anyway, uh huh. Anyway, I I don't know. I think that this is sort of the craziest, one of the craziest adaptations ever to begin with.
1: It just feels it.
0: I a lot of people have been asking this question, but it is like, why? And then they also weirdly chose things to. They were both making it for people who hate cats for some reason. Uh huh. Sure. And and also trying to make it for people who love it. Uh huh. So and those two things, you know, it's just smashed against each other in yeah, like an there's automobile no, there's accident. There's no
1: Venn diagram there. It's just two circles that they're
0: trying to smush together. But I understand the sort of internet uh, embrace of it because it is the internet. You know, it's it's uh-huh. old school, <laughs> original, Web 1.0 internet of just like isn't this a like this is a place that finally everybody can come. along. And talk about this one thing, and talk about how bonkers it is, <laughs> and talk about it in good faith. You know, there's right. a lot of people who are just talking about it. I don't know. The discussion of cats and the embracing of it online has been fun.
1: Yeah, I, I will read every single essay that someone has written where they have taken some dosage of drugs and gone to see the. I, every single time, I'm like, another one, great. <laughs> yeah, add it to the pile. I, I'm great. I love it. Turns out it's one of my new favorite genres. Mm, oh yeah, there's gonna listen. like the Doolittle people too. Uh, oh boy, that's a whole other. Mm. Speaking of adaptations, Right. Oof. that's
0: an adaptation too. People don't. I don't think I remember. I loved that's... those books as a yeah. kid
1: too. Oh, they're so good. There's also that horrible
0: adaptation with Eddie Murphy. Everyone, all, I think there's like an ill-advised Doolittle remake. Every thirty years, and it was just time again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, every twenty to thirty years, we collectively forget that you know it's like Tarzan adaptation. Oof! They come Oof. out. They come out every twenty to thirty years. Yeah, uh, I loved those books, but rereading them, <laughs> wow! You. Uh, yeah, difficult with these twenty twenty eyes to enjoy what Edgar Rice Burroughs was up to with those. Oh my god. But incredible when he starts really going gaga with it and there's a race of ant men mm-hmm. and aliens. Hey, look. And he, I think he shapeshifts into panthers for a while. I don't know. Yeah, I, there's, there's a lot of good that has come out of... Right, a lot of people got inspired by it and mm-hmm. turned the different things into different things. But boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy.
1: There are a lot of things that just shouldn't maybe be adaptations. It, largely among them... Old Possum's Book of
0: Practical Cats. <laughs> I don't know. I appreciate. I wonder you know, I wonder what if Andrew Lloyd Webber had, had instead chosen, you know, The Hundred Acre Wood. If he had chosen Now We Are Six because Ooh. it's a similar collection of random children's poetry. Wow. If you know, just go to AA a. Milne and make those the weird 80s Holy shit. <laughs> I just wonder,
1: you know... That feels like a good thing for a, like an alternate universe book, mm-hmm. where the big Broadway musical is not it's, Cats, it's, it's been... called Pooh. <laughs> 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 okay, on the other side of the spectrum.
0: Yeah, of... of... Although a lot of people asked before um, Little Women came out, why do another Little Women adaptation... The last one was great. I mm-hmm. mean, there's a lot of goodwill for the Kristen Dunst uh-huh. uh, Winona Ryder one. Yeah. Yeah, and I think... I think it acquits it itself because it's a really good movie. It's a really
1: <laughs> it's good movie. It's phenomenally directed. Yeah. Uniformly,
0: excellently performed. Everybody's great in it. And it just feels good. I mean, the, the struggles that they have feel honest and well-earned. Mm-hmm. And there's new... Ways that they, you know, Marnie is, I just, I don't know. I, I felt like there was um, a lot of heart on yeah. screen. It just felt good to watch. It The movie feels anachronistic
1: in the sense that movies like that are not being, quote unquote, not being made anymore. It's like, we're going gonzo and like, it's going to be some crazy huge four hour or Little Women, oh, we should turn that into a six-part series or right, something. Right. And Greta Gerwig was like, no, I can do this in two hours, and it's going to knock your socks, and I'm going to do it by just making a good movie.
0: Right. And this, of course, it speaks to the um, the source material that every time someone makes it, it's actually kind of great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love how much of the dialogue is straight from the book. Mm-hmm. I actually haven't read the book, although I have been to Orchard House and it's a really, if you're, you know, if you're feeling literary, it's a great place to go because it has... We should put it on our road trip list. Oh, yeah. This is a plan of ours. <laughs> We're going to go do it literary road trips someday. Someday. So many damn books on the road. Yeah. So many damn roads? There are. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> um, uh, anyway. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I was reading it when I saw... I was halfway through. Oh, okay. And so... I appreciate, I didn't, I watched the movie and I was like, this ending can't possibly be Louisa May Alcott's ending. Right. And I was gratified to see the ways in which Greta Gerwig was able to still stay true to the novel and stay true to Louisa May Alcott's person Mm -hmm. and like who she was and sort of give you both, like, you can choose which ending of the movie you think is the real ending versus sort of the dream ending.
0: Well, or you can just—I don't God know. I, you don't need to. I don't. I didn't feel the need to choose in that same way. I felt. I felt mm. like the, just the presentation of it, made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Of this is in the book, or this is in, how it happened for her. Right. Um. I just, but I appreciate, but you know, that's also me coming at it from not having read the book. It's on my shelf.
1: It's a really, I have a good... really cool pocket one. Oh, fun. Yeah. It's a, it's a really fun read. I was pleasantly surprised at sort of how
0: devourable it is. I mean, I feel, I feel like they're of a piece with Laura Ingalls Wilder. Sure. Or Maud Hart Lovelace. Um, these three named women <laughs> <laughs> who wrote, I don't know, about that time period.
1: That, yeah, young women particularly in that time period. mm mm-hmm. um, All three, I don't, all three also inspired by their own
0: lives? I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's neat to have just seen Little Women and then I've just start, you're a little bit farther along, mm-hmm. but to then start watching Dickinson. Yeah. Because they're roughly the same time period. Little Women is a little bit later. Mm-hmm. It's like during the Civil War as opposed to right before it. Mm-hmm. But it's up in Massachusetts, and
0: people want to be writers. So this is so this is Dickinson, the Apple TV um, television show. Yeah, uh, Which starring should ha- not work, but it so does. Starring Haley Steinfeld playing Emily Dickinson, uh-huh. and then each episode is sort of based on a poem. Yeah, it, either the writing of it or the metaphor of the poem is explored, or and in some ways, it really is like, this is why she wrote that poem. <laughs> <laughs> but it's sort of great. It knows how silly that is mm-hmm. as a construction of the episode and, and just leans into it. Yeah. The aesthetic of it is sometimes they are playing with completely modern tropes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and And, you know, like there's a character who walks into a party and says, let the party commence. Yeah. And then every, and there's just piano going on in the background. Right. Because they like having it both ways. Yeah. Of sometimes it is of the time period completely. And no, this is a very modern construction.
1: I like that the ways in which, particularly the dialogue, is very modernized Mm -hmm. while still keeping like the social mores, the trappings of the 1830s or 40s, whatever it is. Wiz Khalifa as death is phenomenal. And oh, death and anthropomorphized death. By the way,
0: yeah, and I'm I'm a little further than you. There's a John Mullaney shows up as Thoreau.
1: <laughs> I just I love that,
0: and it just seems like the perfect book. I was looking at the creator, Elena Smith, and she wrote. She in the in the beginning of Twitter when it was a much nicer place to be <sighs> in some ways. Yes, she had an incredible joke account called Tween Hobo. Uh huh. That was even one of those... I didn't realize that was her. Yeah, that's one of those um, Twitter feed-to-book stories that (laughs) Uh happened for just a little bit there. Um, And I I loved Tween Hobo. It's right up my alleyway for humor. And then I read the novel as well. So I'm glad that, you know, watching this and seeing her name, I was just like, this makes makes sense (laughs) for it to be the next move for elena
1: yeah one thing i'm interested to know what you think about this the one thing and i think it's also because i watched the pilot of the morning show around the same time that i started watching dickinson okay i'm having a little bit of fatigue around the sort of unbridled like let's do it as a tv show instead of as a movie like the constraints of do it in 90 minutes to two and a half hours. And you can do you can put all of your fun tricks into it. You can make it a single compressed story. And Dickinson, I watched the pilot and I was like, Why wasn't this a film biopic? And then the second when I realized the structure with the poems, I was like, Oh, this is cool. But I I worry about allowing people such free reign. Why? What are you worried about? There's just it's my time is valuable there's so much to consume now Mm -hmm. is there do you okay let me put it to you this way do you think there's going to be a contraction a a move back towards how can we do this with all of our cool tricks in the tightest coolest way possible like greta gory doing little women
0: as a two-hour film but i think that that's the thing is that now there's time for both because both both things are streaming constructions the the little women came out on netflix the same day that's true uh so i think that there's time for both um i'm just glad that purely that i do not think dickinson exists in an old network television oh definitely not but it the niche that it can find online is awesome and I would much rather, and boy, I need more. Si- I like sitcoms. I like a half-hour show. I, I think that uh-huh. that constraint is um, interesting, and and we haven't seen it stretch to its. Um, oh yeah, past its sell point or whatever. That's a poor metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> it's mixed, mixed metaphor. But Dickinson feels like one of these things that wouldn't exist definitely in any other ecosystem and so i'm pleased with our current ecosystem for allowing for such strangeness yeah and to guess... give it five hours because it's 10 episodes they're right. about 30 minutes long but do we i guess it's also that thing of with something like dickinson
1: there's so much else that had to get made because the door was opened to make something as
0: good as dickinson right i think when we think of cats uh-huh. uh you know, what I think we might stop doing is giving $120 million to something like that right. and instead spreading that around, here's $2 million, John Mulaney, go make your weird... <laughs> your
1: weird children's, children's special. musical
0: special, uh-huh. uh, which I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch. So, so good. I think that that's... I think that's, as far as you asking about... Um, a contraction. I don't see a contraction, but I do see that maybe these larger budget things are going to go away unless it's a Marvel movie or yeah. some sort of huge thing. Right. But I like that. I think that that's fine. I wish that would translate to books too. Uh yeah, you know. What why don't we talk about um as long as I recommend I just start recommending things. Yes. Why don't we recommend some books that should be turned into movies that we also recommend just reading yeah before they're inevitably snatched up because that's the complex we are in
1: yeah okay you ready yeah we read some pretty cool books we recommend you take a Just as I was talking about, like maybe we don't need so much excess. I have the next Game of Thrones. We didn't need to do this weird Tolkien prequel series. I have it for you. Studios, if you want to cut me in for a couple of cool million, that'd be great. An adaptation of Wagner's The Ring of the Nibelung. Okay. The Ring Cycle, it's like classic there's dwarves and valkyries and dragons and sword fights and all it's just what's it cl- say the title again the ring of the nibble the ring cycle uh-huh. it's it wagner wrote it as four operas but it's based off of an old germanic legend okay. series of legends
0: would you keep the opera
1: you could throw a little bit of it in there you could have one episode where everybody's singing because it's a uh, you got four seasons and a 40 million dollar budget and so why not? Joss Whedon could do it. So can we. Except for this one. It's people singing about fucking fighting dragons. Huh.
0: All right. I'm just, I. it's going to happen at some point. All right. I have one. Okay. Um, I think Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally own the rights to uh, Lincoln and the Bardo by mm-hmm. George Saunders. Uh-huh. I think so. I think that's going to already be made into a movie. You should just read it because it's great or listen to the audiobook because it's incredible. But I just want to make the plea that it should be a claymation movie and not live action. Ooh. Um, I think that Uh would be better. I think, you know, get Henry Selleck involved. That'd be really good. To make the Lincoln and the Bardo adaptation because I think that will make the whole conceit of the movie work a little better yeah because oh, the I book's like fantastic um but i think that a uh, way more stylized would help the whole thing work cool that's a good pitch so just uh get them in touch with me mm-hmm. or just mm-hmm. have them talk about i don't need to be involved i just want to watch it <laughs> you know, i'm busy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got shit to read man uh do you have another one
1: i i think that um I heard a rumor that something like this was going to happen, but Carmen Marie Machado's her body and other parties. Oh, it's going to be like an anthology series, kind of interesting. Thing. The idea that like each story could be adapted, and so each episode is a di- like Twilight Zone style. Okay, which I think could be neat, um, particularly because I mean she's got so many other stories that are not in that collection. But then also you put together a writers room of like-minded people mm-hmm. and that shit could run forever
0: yeah hmm that's interesting yeah i like that there should be more of that i i like the idea of using a a book of short stories as a basis
1: yeah right
0: as long as we like anthologies which we seem to seem to as a people
1: (laughs) it is i do it surprises me that that it has been generally accepted it it doesn't seem like it should work i love it that it is working it's all thanks to Ryan Murphy, man.
0: Okay, I have one more pitch. Okay. For, it's a NYRB. Uh-huh. New York Review of Books a NERBA. A NERBA. Uh-huh. On NERBA. The Invention of Morel, I think, or Moral, by Adolfo Boy Caceres. Uh-huh. This is a crazy, I probably really, You I think you recommended it Yeah, I've recommended this, this book before. It's really short. It's less than 100 pages or something. And it's like a precursor to lost in some ways. Okay. It's a sort of crazy Island. Great. And you find out the mystery pretty quickly, but how, why it's happening is sort of strange. And yeah, I think people should, uh, that it's, it would be a great two hour movie. Neat. Okay. And it's laid out, I think perfectly for a film. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. All right. So that's all the, that's that's what we have to do. Got to go to Hollywood now. Yeah, start walking. <laughs> oh, yeah, you have a car. I do. Yeah. We'll Road drive. trip. So many damn roads. So many damn roads. Where we're going, we do need roads. Yeah. That'd be nice if it was paved. Sure. Thanks, everybody, to, for listening. Thanks for your continued Patreon patronage, uh, S-M-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S- patreon.com slash smdb your continued iTunes reviews we really appreciate nice iTunes reviews if you have a mean iTunes review you could just email us and tell us if it's something we can actually change that's true that's true because we're happy to hear a criticism indeed Maybe um, it doesn't have to live in the place where everything lasts forever, though. You know, we could, we could, for example, point you
1: to our website, so many damn books dot com, which has all of the books that we mention in every episode. Yes.
0: Instead of leaving a me and iTunes review wondering. You know, it's funny that Dickinson show uh-huh. has incredible music and uh-huh. i found this website that lists what songs are Hell in yeah, each yeah. episode it's not even a it's called the tune finder or something cool and i was thinking about how funny it is that there's this website where it, they don't even have anything to do with it someone is putting this together because they found that they uh-huh. like those songs too i like that. um and I, I was thinking about how we have a list of all of the books we mentioned at so many damn slash the episode yeah you yeah. click on the episode title and you'll see all of the things that we ever mentioned on the show. Probably do a probably do for a refresh of that website. It just takes so much time. And that's about it. Yep. Thank you so much for listening. We'll uh, we'll be back in 2 weeks, like we always are. Bye. Yeah.
1: Bye.